Dropped in the concept Falsely accused was used And misled bitch I'm hoping you fucking Rest in peace Yo, what's good, Jams? Episode 18, Tuesday, starting that work week going. Shout out to the Crypto Rascals out there on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook Live. Yo, we live, baby. What's good with you tonight, man? I am living the dream. Shout out to all the Crypto Rascals that have been locking in with us night and night um, here on Crypto and Down. Uh, we are back from the Labor Day break, had a nice short stream last night. However, so much news has happened in the past 24 hours. I can't wait to talk about it. Just really, really glad to be here again on Crypto and Death. Yo, yo, definitely for sure. Yesterday, the prices, a lot of prices were running. We saw we saw a lot of green. You were talking, you know, a lot of people made some good money. Um, also want to say I did catch that. A little bit of the gentleman of crypto this morning and they gave you a shout out about your call um on hex so i want to give you a shout out as well as well as them shout out to uh king and uh bitcoin zay over there um giving you your props and yeah it's it's good to see you calling the right prices out here and making people making people uh, money i like it when people take advantage of you know anyone in the space if they do the technicals, they can call out a good play when they see it and make other people um, rich in the process. So shout out to you for that. I definitely appreciate the love. It's always nice to get your roses while you're living. So at my uh, funeral on the eulogy, make sure you remember that jams call four cent to 40 cents. Um, and the pastor also gives me my properties. Nah, just bullshitting with you. But it's nice to um be on the winning team and to see others prosper in the space um based off of due diligence and research um, nothing we state is ever financial advice um but we have been talking about these things privately for months um and due to conversations we had last fall um is why my attention reverted to uh, cryptocurrency and why i was able to see what was happening um with Hex and the Hexicans. Um, so we'll definitely touch on Hex once we get into our market recap. So shout out to Bitcoin Zay and King Bless for showing me some love, um, but it's all the chart, it's all the Hexicans, it's all the stakers um, for continuing to do um, and believe in the smart contract, what is known as Hex. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what you just said earlier, you know, about last fall, it's, I think the cool thing about this space is meeting new people and being able to help each other, just providing good information, just to be able to make moves off of, you know, nothing's financial advice is just listening to people talk and just kind of soaking up that game. So yeah, shout out to you. You know, I think if you just build a good community of people to help you um, grow in the space and do their own thing, cause it's so vast, you know, everyone wins in the end for sure. Well, absolutely. looks like, sorry, go ahead, man. I was just going to respond to you and say, absolutely. It's all about building up that community and really just soaking in the game. The more hours you listen to these type of conversations, uh, market cap starts to make sense to you. What are cryptocurrencies start to make sense to you? Then you start distinguishing the different cryptocurrencies, the various types of exchanges, whether that be a centralized or a decentralized exchange. It's really about putting in those 10,000 hours so that you can become an expert in the space and begin to make those predictions, which make not only you richer, but those around you also. Uh, we aren't financial advisors, we aren't psychics, nor are we magicians. We just spend time looking at the charts, uh, reading the articles and doing the best due diligence as we can. But nevertheless, let's talk about this market, man. What a day in cryptocurrency. We saw a flash crash of the global market cap after a wonderful, wonderful Labor Day. Um, we thought we were up 400 uh, billion dollars on the global market cap and what do you know boom we have liquid <laughs> across liquid. the board 
We see 20% down on altcoins, 10% now on Bitcoin and Ethereum. I saw Bitcoin down to 46,000 from a high of just over 52,000 yesterday. Um, as we know, last week, Ethereum was over $4,100, so down at 3,500. Things really, really went crazy today. Um, so I'll start, as always, with the global market cap. It is coming in at $2.4 trillion today, down 10% at the moment, which is astounding after the pump that we've just seen. Some says some say that there was some manipulation out in the space, uh, whether that be um, true or not. All we know is, is that there was a cataclysmic flash crash across different cryptocurrencies. So let's look at the Bitcoin price. Bitcoin coming in at 47,269. Um, however, I'm going to jump over to that seven day prediction. What does it show? 52,000. $904. So that would be almost a 5,000 or excuse me, a little over a $5,000 uh, $5,000 gain. So with that $5,000 gain predicted over the next seven days, if you did buy the dip, uh, then you may come out on top, although you have been down 10% on the day. Ethereum also down 10% at the moment was down about 20% earlier today is sitting around $3,500. However, much like Bitcoin, there is said to be a pump coming in the next seven days with a seven day prediction of $4,206. So um, got shaked out and sold their position and had the ability um, to take some of your funds that were on the side and set some limit orders and bought that dip today. You are rather happy. Hex. Um, did perform rather well today and made it all time high despite the manipulation and flash crash. So the strength that Hex shown today coming in at this very moment at uh, just over 38 cents is phenomenal. 41, 42, 43 cents being uh, right around the all time highs for Hex. But still, what do we see on that seven day prediction? We have 67 cents, which would almost be a six, which excuse me, which would be a 68 percent gain um, if that were to come true. Hex continues to perform exceptionally well in this market, despite the flash crash today. As you see, Bitcoin and Ethereum down 10 percent, Hex only down 5 percent from pretty much all time highs, which is crazy. Um, Bitcoin nowhere near um, all time highs, basically $20,000 from all time highs uh, versus three cents. Um, looking at Cardano, still struggling, um, although I know that there are some um, anticipating the release of the smart contracts this weekend. Um, and then continuing the trends throughout, um, you're really going to see red until you get to Solana. Uh, Solana up 2% today, 2.89 to be exact, coming in at a price of $178.92, excuse me, $178.69 now. Um, and it did touch a high of $195. So Solana continuing to also show strength um, during these bearish trends over the last day. Uh, but who knows? This seems to be some manipulation some um, coordinated efforts um, to wipe out some highly leveraged positions by traders. So I would not be shaken out, especially if you are a long term investor, a hodler or a staker. Continue to build out your positions in those coins that you believe in. Um, and this too shall pass. So another great day to be a hexagon um, and really just another day on the global markets in cryptocurrency a lot of people like to run for the hills when they see red 10 15 20 percent across the board they think we're all going to lose our money but actually you need to shift your psychology and recognize that this is a buying opportunity this is a chance for you to gain percentages on the long-term trend if you're able to grab an extra 10 percent an extra 15 percent on your purchases during these times you're actually able to come out better in the long run. We are going to be here next year, two years from now, five years from now. So a 10%, 15% correction 
on the market to me is healthy it wipes out those riskier traders and allows those who want to be here to remain here for the long term yeah for sure it's keep um they always say take profit so you know yesterday when it was all green take some profit and then you can throw it in a little extra on that dip absolutely absolutely but it's easier said than done than done especially with the gas fees because you know sometimes i'll be trying to make <laughs> move a hundred dollars around it cost me 50. so you know uh i dealt that with a, a lot with that the, you know two three months ago but it's a little bit better now yeah i did a swap earlier today um as i was assisting a friend and that cost 200 dollars just for the ethereum swap um so uh, excuse me that was to set a stake now we were setting multiple stakes so there were about five of them so i'd say it was right at about 45 dollars per stake uh-huh um, that does add up yeah over time um so can't wait for pulse chain to get here lower fees um and if you're a believer in xrp or some of those other um blockchains with lower fees yeah ethereum is really killing us at the moment yeah something i just thought of i have i know somewhere a site bookmarked that you can go in and see how much you spent on gas fees just to track and just so you can see your actual profit and expenditures because sometimes you don't keep track of it so i'll do some research and yeah let me know if you come across a site like that i'll have to do some my google get on my googles you know but there's definitely a site where you can just type you can definitely track all of your expenditures on gas to see where you're at so and see that's a great thing for us to um bring forward for our crypto rascals because keeping track of your cryptocurrency transactions is not only good for tax person tax purposes with the government if you do believe in reporting your crypto uh, earnings or assets or holdings to uh federal authorities otherwise it's a great record keeping for yourself um and to have a standardized or a um internet cloud-based method to do so definitely would like to bring that forward for the crypto rascals um so definitely jumped into that market recap um pretty in depth what's up in the news yo i think we gotta give a shout out to a special someone i'll let you do the honors well his mama called him steph his daddy called him steph so here on crypto and down we gonna call him steph shout out to that man number 30 uh oh it's over here number 30 uh steph curry um representing who trolled us all on twitter yesterday stating hey well you know what's up with this cryptocurrency thing and then bombshell news story article today steph curry has signed with crypto exchange ftx as global ambassador sam bankman freak continue continuing to make it rain not only signing uh the miami heat and their uh stadium to uh, the american airline stadium into a ftx uh branding deal but now after bringing on none other than the goat tom brady what does sam bankman freed do he calls on the sharpshooter steph curry the pretty boy from davis to come in and make the brand even stronger so ftx continuing to partner with sports and make their name known i i really have nothing bad to say about sam bakeman free he may be a um son of stanford lawyers um <laughs> from the uh, silicon valley startup financial um community ecosystem nevertheless he knows how to sign the right partnership and marketing deals make crypto cool again must be their theme because ftx is holding no punches yeah too much for you okay uh says ftx is going all out can deals with everyone yeah that's very true that's very true thanks for tuning in too much for you okay yeah ftx is making moves and you know whether 
Bankman Freed's just a front man for a, a larger operation behind them. You know, they're they're doing something right as far as getting adoption and being the front runners, and they're going for broke as far as taking over as being the number one uh, exchange. So, you know, shout out to them. They probably got inside help too with the feds, you know, nudging on their competitors as well. So, yeah, yeah, they're making they're making moves. So they got they got a lot of money behind them, and they're sitting basically. 10% from all-time highs, trading at $72 at the moment. Um, is that a great buy? Possibly not. But with the moves that they are making in uh, the space, trying to be the face of uh, centralized exchanges, I like it. Uh, yesterday, we had a story with them partnering with Solana. So Sam Bankman-Free gets it. If they have some job openings, they might be getting a resume from me pretty soon because I like what they're doing. Yes, sir. Definitely agreed. You know, um, yeah, be nice to partner with innovative companies. And like we say, yeah, I just we just love that merging of the sports with the crypto and the blockchain. It makes it more fun. It's a natural marriage. I mean, crypto and down is about bridging the gap between cryptocurrency and the culture and the people people love sports people love music people love entertainment cryptocurrency is a way to bridge those together sam bakeman freed and his team at ftx obviously get that and they are going to get the big guys having tom brady and steph curry as your flagship global brand ambassadors doesn't get any better than that shout out to ftx yeah shout out to doing good work to them so speaking of trading we saw a lot of those prices crash especially with uh, bitcoin and ethereum now this article gets in you, you were talking about manipulation um, in the market uh what's up with this bitcoin and ethereum and crypto prices tanked again here are two reasons why two reasons why um says this article from jeff benson in the crypt yeah so uh anyone who got notifications today knows that the price crashed as we reviewed just a few moments ago in our market recap. However, what are the reasons for that crash? Uh, Mr. Benson alludes to uh, the buy the rumor, sell the news of today being Bitcoin day in El Salvador. As we have stated many times here on Crypto and Down, shout out to the El Salvadorians. Shout out to uh, President Bukele. We definitely feel you. We uh, support you and hope that um, you are successful in your endeavors. I think the uh, El Salvadorian government now holds 450 total Bitcoins after their, or excuse me, 550 uh, Bitcoins after their additional purchase of another, another 150 today. So they're doubling down on their position. And what of course, happens um, as they announced a few months ago um, that they were going to be making this move. The price of Bitcoin ran up from about forty-five thousand, excuse me, thirty-five thousand, up to um, about fifty-two thousand, and has now, because of selling the news, fallen back down drastically. In addition to that, um, you have these over-leveraged positions on exchanges such as Bybit where you can go 100x on 0.1 Bitcoin, or excuse me, uh, yeah, 0.1 Bitcoin, giving you the ability to trade with 10 Bitcoin. However, once the price does liquidate below uh, on your long position, you lose those Bitcoins. And billions of dollars were wiped off the table today. Cover those positions. Um, people were first forced to sell other so I'm uh, not shocked that there was a cascading effect on the market today with a huge uh, buy the rumor, sell the news event such as Bitcoin date in El Salvador. Plus, you have over leveraged traders again, not realizing trading is not the best way um, in cryptocurrency. You do want to hodl in state for long term growth. Yes, you can get rich quick. However, you can also lose your house, your shoes, and the clothes off your neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I don't trade. And it's interesting with the leverage trading, you can make it big, but 
you can lose everything too. And it's interesting. It's like what, what? Speaking of FTX, I'm sure they have leverage trading, but they probably don't go to the extent as some of these other um, centralized exchanges. You know, because they, you know, they are sucking up people's money. And I would say this is kind of like gambling. So there's a line between how much regulation there should be on it how much do you just let people do what they want to do with their own money so i think this is another interesting story we uh i saw today about the sec not in america but in thailand kind of cracking down on and uh hopefully i'm uh, pronouncing this right is it uh hubai hubi how do you pronounce this exchange uh Wavy, i believe Wavy, yeah but well, I was reading this article was interesting. Shout out to uh, Arjit Sarkar from Cointelegraph. Mm -hmm. And this article, it was talking about how Thailand um, has allowed cryptocurrencies to, I guess, to flourish in a sense. And it seems like they're more concerned about people being taken advantage of versus, you know, a money grab just for trying to siphon off money or clamp down on it to kind of choke the growth of it so i guess what are your thoughts on leverage trading do you think it should be like regulated and i guess what do you think about thailand's sec versus america and i guess that overall concept i don't believe in regulation teaching consumers any lessons the, the hardest lesson learned is sticking your hand on the stove and getting burnt. If you stick your hand on the stove again, you deserve to get burnt. What I mean by that in the cryptocurrency space, if you are a reasonable adult participating in a free market, um, I don't need regulators dictating to me um, that that is a risky move. I, you should be doing your due diligence, listening to uh, reputable sources, who would likely tell you 100x leverage and margin trading is not the best way to go. I don't margin trade. I don't leverage trade. I'm not a fan of futures or options. Um, and FTX specifically only offers up to 10x. Um, and that's also spot trading. So 10x um, is a lot less risky than 100x. Um, and I do feel that that is a kind of safe space, but I also don't want it to be regulated that no one is allowed to go 100x leverage. Although that may be um, in the SEC's purview, or in this instance, the Thai uh, SEC's purview, I'm not fun for giving the government an inch, because if you give them an inch, then they will take a mile and then tell you how to use that mile and then they'll tech, tax you for using that mile and then you'll look around and your miles go so um no we can keep them out of our business and self-regulate and let the markets dictate once enough people have been knocked out of their positions um and us hotlers have basically resumed where they once were um they'll realize that there are better ways to go about fishing than dropping a line towards the middle of the ocean and hoping that you catch them mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah like i know you say scare money don't make money but you still got to be cautious um and you know you can run it up real quick and you can also run it down real quick especially with those leveraged uh those leveraged tokens um those I was say shout out shout out to alex saunders out in australia um we know you were scamming your followers um due to a leverage trading addiction um it's just like gambling, people. Uh, you can become highly addicted to overly leveraged positions. You get the same dopamine thrills and rushes as if you were betting on a sports game or spinning a slot machine wheel. Um, that's why we aren't here to teach you or even introduce you to the riskier uh, behaviors in cryptocurrency. Um, we're going to teach you how to hodl for long term. Um, investment growth and stake for passive interest and APY, um, things that are safer, although not risk uh, adverse, they are just safer, less risky. <laughs> yeah, safer. Yeah.
key key keyword there. Speaking yeah. about speaking about more regulation, FDIC nears deal with crypto custodian to manage assets of failed banks. So this article from Decrypt by Jeff John Roberts. JJR, okay. The FTC is on the cusp of signing a deal with uh, Anchorage to help it store crypto when a bank fails. So this is another type of regulation. You know, I guess the, the whole point to me of cryptocurrencies is not to involve a middleman, like a bank. So to me, I kind of see this and I'm like, yo, whatever. But to people, I guess, who want to eventually hold crypto in a bank or have them custodian be custodians of it what do you uh, what do you think about this um, this article i think this is another one of those you give them an inch they're going to take a mile uh when i read this article at first i was like wow that sounds great i would love to have my cryptocurrency fdic insured and bank or and backed but then when i read the article i realized they're only talking about for institutional investors who lose their cryptocurrency due to a bank going under and failing. So they basically made a partnership with San Francisco based company Anchorage um, to help recover uh, failed banks cryptocurrency. So when a bank goes under, it's no longer to meet the obligations of their depositors um, and then they're go into bankruptcy or some form of liquidation, then Anchorage will step in with the FDIC's uh, help and help recover those funds and then return them to those depositors. Uh, That does not apply to retail investors, though. And then there's this catch. Don't you remember the 2008-2009 crash when we had to save Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, AIG. How can I forget? Didn't step in and say, oh, yeah, we're going to save the banks. They asked the American people to bail out the banks and put that on our backs. So when they say the FDIC is here to save you or protect you, it's all an illusion because $250,000 um, in cryptocurrency to most whales in cryptocurrency is not only peanuts, but they're going to say, why did I let you in my business for me ultimately still to have to pay taxes and save these institutions? You're not talking about <laughs> my uh, actual holdings that I have um, in a self-custody wallet. You're only talking about saving banks, which ultimately isn't why we're here this isn't the game that we're playing so yeah no good remarks from the crypto rascals on that piece of news try again fdic yeah man the the redacted and the banks are all over trying to get you know just weasel their way into all the the space using the old system as a model but you know they'll have to incorporate it and eventually um I mean, it'll just change them drastically if they do than what they originally think they're going to do as far as, but we'll see how, how it plays out. But yeah, I just, it's. And a little, a little, um, a little known fact about, uh, the company that the FDIC decided to partner with, um, guess who also decided to partner with them, the justice department and the U S marshals. So for any Bitcoin that the U.S. Marshals sees, who do they turn it over to? The same company Anchorage to liquidate and sell. So when you see these stories about the government working with the FDIC to help you um, have safety and feel like, oh, we're protecting your coins. No, they're partnering with the Justice Department and the U.S. Marshals. So if they ever needed to seize your coins, they would have a legitimate banking structure to sell them and you part ways with them. It's a underhanded move. And no, we've done a little bit of research here at the Crypto Rascals and Crypto and Down to know. Thank you. Come again. (laughs) I was thinking about that movie, U.S. Marshals with uh i think tommy lee jones and the great um what's his name wesley snipes shout out shout out to him if i yeah 
Man, yeah, this is that's so that's so gangster. It's like, yeah, we're gonna work with these agencies to make sure that we can give it to this company to sell the crypto if the bank fails, but not not anyone else. Oh, you had the money in the bank? It's gone. Sorry. Yeah, we definitely gotta send a shout out to Wesley. Wesley got locked up on tax evasion. They did him dirty, All man. The crazy stuff we've seen happen over the last few years in this country. To go down for tax evasion be sorry i got a letter today from the irs saying hey man you lost a little bit more money man so you know what i guess i'll have to liquidate some of these hex positions and pay you in profit but then you're gonna tax me on the actual event of me liquidating to pay you. so shouldn't i get a write-off or something for not never mind we're just gonna try to stay in compliance with the regulators and uh teach our audience the best ways to keep them folks out your business and sometimes we gotta pay to play yeah sir you know like i say i don't owe anything talk to my cpa that's the uh, advice you can give here yeah for sure too much for you okay says the government has been selling off their seized bitcoins via auction <laughs> interesting well, you know, a little cash. Maybe they can pay down that down that debt. And getting back to Wesley, yeah, they did him dirty. All the shenanigans that they do out there in Hollywood, you know, they let these, you know, these uh, people, you know, who we're talking about, this is how people run around abusing people. But I mean, it may have been he was getting too uh, he was getting too big, too big for him. You well, know, it's the go along, get along game. Uh, and if you don't go along. And get along they make sure you get yeah, redacted always trying to take a black man down and like too much for you okay says uh they sell them at auction yes and their exclusive uh partner is anchorage the same company that the fdic just partnered with um so if you want to get uh liquidated or seize bitcoins um anchorage is the uh platform and cryptocurrency company that the government has partnered with so if you want to know who's in your business, it's them. Yes, sir. All up in the business. Well, speaking about hurdles in crypto, regulation is a hurdle as far as the government side, figuring out what to do with this. But this article was interesting and we don't have to go through all of these, but uh -huh. the article was titled Conquering the Five Biggest Hurdles Facing the Crypto Industry Right Now. Uh, this article by the Decrypt staff says to build a better alternative alternative to the extractive big data economy there are many challenges to overcome here's how to fix them so we can kind of just roll through that first challenge so one they say developers need to be able to monetize the amazing user experiences they're creating um, it's easy to talk about a user first economy but creating meaningful and sustainable digital experiences is only possible when developers to living without being forced to sacrifice user trust um so i think that's that's true there's a lot of apps and applications here and it is so hard sometimes to figure out how to use them the, the user experience is not great in a lot of the projects and things you come across and i think sometimes it takes time for the people to be able to work to it because you'll come back later and see a completely different setup but yeah what do you think about this first reason the first reason is spot on user um interfaces and just really the hurdle of adoption is way too high still 10 years later uh for cryptocurrencies uh staker app continues to be the sleekest um easiest user interface and it still has difficulties with the smart wallet um needing to be sent transaction needing to be sent to and then wait 12 hours um i really think the user experience has to get better and it will um it will continue um to be uh, innovated upon and uh, enhancements will be brought in this space so i feel that users will be able uh the rate of adoption will speed up as the user experience is enhanced Mm -hmm. And I uh, just wanted to shout out what this article said. It says, 
with Kin, for example, developers get paid for creating compelling user experiences. So every week, the Kin Foundation pays roughly three hundred thousand to developers uh, through the Kin Rewards engine. So I guess kind of the same way miners get rewarded for validating transactions, which is I guess keeps the how the blockchain is kept secure as far as Bitcoin goes. So yeah, that's interesting, and I'll check out this、um, Kin Foundation. So. I think yeah, being able to do those micro micro payments,、um, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, I, and I like this the second、um, item as well that users need to be taught that their personal data has value. I mean, this is a big big topic in society at large,、uh, with、uh, regulators and the government starting to come down on、uh, big tech companies such as Google, Facebook. Um, for their privacy and data issues,、uh, now there are platforms. One that you mentioned、uh, last night during one of our private conversations、uh, was Keep, and Keep uh, allows um, users to have access、uh, to their、uh, data and actually earn for how that data is being、um, transacted. We talked about.、Uh, Basic attention token and the Brave browser last week. These are these are all different, or both of those are different、um, platforms, both centered around empowering users to not only decide how their data is shared, but also who their data is shared with, and then receive compensation for that.、Uh, the third item、um, that users、uh, need to receive compensation for their engagement and value. They bring to a platform.、Um, the perfect item、um, to bring up、uh, here, as I mentioned just before,、um, is basic attention token as the reward that you receive from the Brave browser. But think about Lolly for utilizing the Lolly app or the Lolly、um, browser extension by linking to Sam's Club or Advanced Auto Parts and making your purchases. You are giving a reward in return.、Um, so earning and spending is about more than just a monetary transaction.、Uh, these are tokens of appreciation. So just like the basic attention token from the Brave browser does appreciate in value, your Bitcoin that you receive from Lolly or Fold in return from utilizing their platform、um, also appreciates in value. So there's going to be the psychological shift in society where you're not going to use a browser that does that does not pay you for the data、uh, sourcing that they are doing behind the scenes.、Um, any、um, app that you pretty much download on your phone, yes, it has permissions on how and when you share your data, but are you receiving a kickback for the data that they are、uh, downloading about you? Most of them know the cryptocurrency creates the opportunity for you to have that exchange.、Um, so I really, really like these、um, applications that、um, they're, they're bringing forward in these articles because you know there does need to be compelling use cases to create meaningful adoption of, of crypto. And if we don't have a good user interface, people's data isn't being shared in a way. That they're being compensated for their data,、um, and there isn't a compelling reason to actually use these platforms,、um, and they don't have an, an incentive with price appreciation. There really isn't a、uh, place for cryptocurrencies to go,、um, and integrating cryptocurrency needs to be made simple.、Uh, we're not all developers. I certainly am not a developer. I am not going to pretend to be one、um, because if you set me down at the computer and told me to write this specific code, I want it to do this in an automated format, and I need you to link to this cloud server, and then it's not happening <laughs> without <laughs> with the best instructions、um, that are out there. But I need to be able to utilize the blockchain as if I were a developer. And that's where the user interface enhancements are going to come. And when you have those mainstream adopters coming into the space, they need to have a sleek,、uh, streamlined way for them to interact. I think that's here in the Hex ecosystem. 
like I mentioned with Staker. I think Storm X um, is another shopping rewards platform is doing a good job because you can also stake Storm X, something that Lolly and Fold don't offer. So shout out to Storm X, giving you a quick plug um, on the Ethereum blockchain. I'm trading at about four cents at the moment, had a high earlier in the spring of around eight cents, uh, but is a uh, shopping rewards platform that fits these criteria um, that we just outlined and also uh, does give you price appreciation, staking and the ability to earn rewards back. Yes. Oh, ambulance just went by. Gonna say somebody ran off on the plug tonight. May I was like, you know, gotta make sure it's the right, it's the right type of sirens. I'm like, oh shit. Hey, it happens, it happens, man. We I, I already know you're on the uh good side of town, so it was probably just somebody who had uh a nice uh little uh evening, maybe had they drank too much, fell down the stairs. Um and you know. I'm gonna say shout shout out to the first responders out there. You know, I see these uh, these EMS and firemen up and down my up and down the street I live off of. I've seen about maybe five accidents since I moved in here not that long ago. So they be they be putting in work out here, uh, clearing the road. You know, keeping it moving, saving people. So shout I mean, out to them. I was going I was gonna say you're in a growing metropolis now. Uh, the city used to be um, a um, small, quaint um, country town, but now it is a growing metropolis. And got to definitely shout out Quick Pick Crypto. Shout out to StormX. I got a little bag staking. Yes, sir. StormX was one of the first coins that I staked earlier in the spring. Caught that baby under a penny. Ran it up. And man, StormX definitely treated me well. So uh, for those crypto rascals out there, like Quick Pick Crypto, he knows I'm dropping nothing but the truth here on crypto and down. Because if you can stake it, you can make it, and then you can also shop uh, and earn your rewards back. So I like platforms that have utility. If you have utility and they continue to work on their user. Uh, interfaces and enhance uh, the experience. They got places to go. It's early, baby. Yeah, man, Jams. I got I got to listen to you a lot more because I'm like, yo, I should have I should have gotten in on that Storm X. That's a nice run. And yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Good. Yeah, I'm definitely looking to that. Moral of the story here. Listen, listen to Jams, y'all. He's been making the calls. He ain't been wrong all year. So. It's been a good year, baby. Yeah, 2021. Year. That's this is the year, bro. All right. Well, let's talk. I'm glad we got through that because I think we need to definitely touch on the things that are holding back the crypto space from taking off and going mainstream. And definitely that the foundation would be developers. And we have shown jobs that are out there. Um, marketing, you know, event management, influencer, down to developing. So I do think it'll be uh it's like how the company or project that can get the best developers hex seems like they do have that with the pulse chain just that ecosystem they have the people there to to deliver a good user experience uh projects that return on your investment and time so as this space gets flourishes who 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 are where are these developers going to come from and what what is their vision going to be because this is a, you know it's nice to talk about these prices running up but i'm also like you know they're ain't teaching they're not teaching coding in schools right now so it'll be i'm like who who who's the this next generation going to come in well think about the story we uh talked about earlier in the week the 14 year old kid out in london who um made his first nft and sold it on market um that's just a exception case uh, but in real world you have founders such as uh richard who are willing to pay six figures plus for top tier talent for them to uh do the actual work um and this is outside of the traditional job structures where they're receiving compensation in cryptocurrency so they're already likely 
fairly um, well off and now they're being paid in cryptocurrency. So they're in the space. Um, they're being compensated in the actual currency of the space. Um, and I think that's where you're going to see developers take off. Um, and as I mentioned just a few moments ago about the 14 year old kid in London, um, the junior achievement program, shout out to the junior achievement. Um, there's probably some teachers and instructors um, who listen in on our channel who are aware of the junior achievement program. Hell, some of y'all might have actually been in the junior achievement program. I remember we had them in my public school days. So shout out to the junior achievement. You can't achieve anything if you so put your mind to it. So one in four U.S. teens would buy crypto if given money to invest. Now, this was only 1,000 kids who were polled 13 to 17, but 25% of them know what is up. So we got to invite them on to the crypto and down show whenever they want. Uh, they are honorary crypto rascals. The other 75% need to get their act together. What are y'all doing, man? Y'all going to be the ones being left behind. We going to Mars and we coming back. And we ain't going to give you no Dogecoin. <laughs> I was just, it says uh, the results show that the recent meme stock phenomenon could be having an adverse impact on teens' um, perceptions of what it means to invest in crypto in the stock market. So given the fact that yep. the stock market plays a major role in helping countless Americans achieve and secure retirement, it's important that we help demystify it for the next generation. So yeah, that contrast between the stock market and crypto, crypto's being more more attracted to teens because you got fun things like Shiba, that Shiba mm -hmm. coin, you got that Doge. Uh, you know, there are some also two very explicit coins you can go check out, you know, as well. So meme coins is fun as far as animals, and then you got memes, meme coins as far as explicit uh, innuendo coins. So a little, a little, a little something for everyone, and I can definitely see the teens being into that because it's fun, <laughs> and the the number goes up. I'm feeling good tonight, so I'm about to drop a gem, a big one. All right, lay it on us. The next meme stock to bust and boom will be Pulse Doge, currently mm -hmm. tradable on the Binance Smart Chain said to be the doge competitor launched on uh the pulse chain once it launches and if you hold the bsc version of pulse doge you will receive a free airdrop of the pulse chain versions of those pulse doge so if you're a person who likes airdrops and you like low cap gems that have potential community backing um, and you have some faith in prior calls, it may be something you want to look in. Of course, that's not financial advice. Do your due diligence. Look up the chart. Look up the community. Look up the hodlers. Know what you're getting into when you come play in the Binance Smart Chain because that is where the experts and the big boys roam and they are looking <laughs> Any new news, sharks out there. So if you think that was financial advice I gave you, understand that the Binance Smart Chain is where the alligators and the crocodiles like to roam. So you don't want to be, be a wildebeest out there, you know, <laughs> trying to cross that, trying to cross that the Serengeti. I'm trying to tell you, trying to tell you, because you think it's hard out in the D. Hey, man, go out to that Binance Smart Chain and don't know what you're doing. So post doge is something that you may want to put on your radar. Just a little late gem for the crypto rascals. Um, it is said you were going to receive an airdrop of your holdings from the Binance Smart Chain over on the Pulse Chain. Okay. Over on the Pulse Chain. So I'll be looking for that drop and just probably try to, you know, see what what's it doing on that on the uh, Pulse Chain. That's cool. Okay. Because a it's, very, uh, very risky play. Now, I would say this is no more than a 1% to 2% portfolio play. I mean, 3% maximum. Uh, but something that maybe, you know, 100, 200 for the big well out there, 1,000, 5,000 kind of play that could potentially run into a few thousand 
you know. Exactly. And if if you like to gamble, you know, nothing to say. Scare money don't make money, so hey. um, you know, anything's possible. So, but you know, don't put in more than you're willing to lose. Hey, it's a Steph Curry kind of night, so I got to take one for three. Um, just cause I mean, yeah. half court. It ain't. It ain't even. I'm not even looking. The the chain hasn't dropped yet, so I'm already shooting, and the chain ain't even dropped yet. I'm saying let's take a let's take a three quarter uh, court shot. Yeah, that's a let's, yeah that's before a half court. Okay, <laughs> that's a baseline shot right there. With with with, with Shaq and Yao Ming in my face, so I'll, yo, I'll, I believe, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> hey, we'll see. What is today? Uh, September the seventh. We'll check the chart. Uh, September the seventh, twenty twenty two. See how close Doge is doing. Is it surviving on the post chain? Or is it dead on arrival? Yeah, um, yeah, we can. No, yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna run. I think it's gonna run, but we'll see. Shall see. We'll see. We shall see. You know, do your Dior, Dior, do your own research. Absolutely. So, let's get into one of these last stories here. Russia not ready to accept Bitcoin as legal tender, says the Kremlin. This article from Helen Parts at Cointelegraph. Cointelegraph was kind of reminding me of Cointel Pro. I was like, oh, kind of shit. That's random segue, right? No, no, because I was going to say the Kremlin reminds me of something sinister, like Cruella DeVille. And then when the Russians come out and say they're not accepting Bitcoin, Hey, let's fire up the Cold War again. Come on, Joe Biden. What no, is they? We don't. About? We don't want. No, we don't want that Russian smoke. We don't want that as Russian smoke. What is they talking <laughs> about, man? They gonna ban the bitcoins? Dmitry Peskov, hey. the official <laughs> representative <laughs> of Russian President Vladimir Putin, claimed that Russia uh, has no reason to recognize Bitcoin mm-hmm. as legal tender. Basically, they said this is a th- authoritarian government. If you don't understand that the oil is the currency of our people, we are beholden to what pays the bills, and that's natural resources um, and commodities, then, hey, we got something for you. And it's called the same thing that they did in Ukraine. It's called the same thing that they did to Crimea. It's called the same thing that they did um, under the Soviet Union. Um, it is historical precedent that if you try to step out of line um, in Russia, that come here, uh, man. And I don't know, I, man. Is you going to Russia? I'm good. I, I'm good, I'm man. Not. Like I'm good. I, I'm be the I'm be the Russia the Russia apologist tonight. So hey. uh, I will actually, I will say not in the sense here on this article though it says that they did officially ban banned crypto payments in the country as part of uh, their major law but it does not prohibit russians from purchasing or trading cryptocurrencies like bitcoin and i will say this go ahead oh that, go ahead. right come on now that sounds like the back door <laughs> way for them to come steal your bitcoins they tell you it's banned but they say you can buy as much as you want so when they come Take your stuff. They're going to say, well, we told you it was illegal. Why Yo, you go? Hey, this is what I'll say. Man, man, no, you know, who, who is the richest man in the world? Uh, Vladimir Putin. Mr. Vlad. So, so Vlad's like, hey. On paper. Break me off. Yeah, Vlad's like, break me off a piece. And you can do what you want. So I mean, uh, we don't know how much uh, Xi Jinping got. We don't, we don't, we don't, mm, we don't, that's we true. We don't know. We don't know. We don't but know. I... I I don't know. I, I G's probably giving Vlad a run, but I I probably put I'm my money on Vlad. Ain't broke, man. <laughs> I, put, I put my money on Vlad. I feel like Vlad he owe, he owns a whole lot that we don't know about. I'd say Vlad maybe might control the entire uh, financial system. Uh, be behind a lot of the entire financial system. Honestly, I don't well, know, bro. Bitboy seems to believe very much so in the financial cartel, um, the central banks. And the hedge funds and entities in Russia coordinating together. Um, so the oligarchs in Russia, you know, very much could be pulling strings that we aren't aware of. Um, mm-hmm. 
as uh, too much for you. Okay, says, you know, doggone well, those Russian billionaires and those in the government are holding Bitcoin and other crypto. Absolutely. They oh, are holding sure. Bitcoin. And you know what's proof of that is the Bitcoin hash rate. Are they mining cryptocurrency in Russia? Yes, they certainly are. Yeah. Uh, as of, as of the past four years, I've been more just interested in watching Russia, what, they, what they've been doing. Putin and, and like the moves they make and seeing some of their scientists from back in the Cold War and the, some of the discoveries they made mm -hmm. in physics. Uh, and I don't know how much debt they have. So I look at around the world and I'm like, oh mm -hmm. man, all these countries are in debt. So Putin seems to me like, yeah, he's probably the richest man in the world. He's the one uh, pulling a lot of strings. And you know, the whole divide between let's say the Russia or uh you know religiously between what russia's got going on with their church all the way moving down into you know versus the pope pope, pope i was gonna say there, you so the they got orthodox, some i was mm -hmm. gonna say you got the russian orthodox, orthodox. church and then yeah and then people forget that like there are like muslim russians and like like uh khabib in them russia is it spans hey, a whole lot of different cultures and people so you could say like uh yeah it's like a lot of a lot of cultures and stuff and make you up got russia the khabib and them with the weak man, man crazy man that's mm -hmm. that's where but vladimir putin man we got to give him his uh shout out because my man had a president for uh four years he had his own president over here man you bro you a g man you 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 you, you really did the move man i i, I and i'm proud of you i'm, I'm proud of you that's, that's cool. I was going to say another thing. This is my twist. Also, I think the president right now may be more answering to him than the last one. No, we ain't heard nothing about. You know, we ain't heard nothing about him in a couple weeks. We honestly, we ain't heard nothing about Putin in about six months. Oh yeah, Shit, I ain't it's seen crazy. The It's crazy out here, right? I don't know what's what. Have you seen a Russia story besides like the Arctic? I think I might have seen an Arctic story that um, basically they were deciding, you know, hey, we not we not see the Arctic Circle. Yeah, there's like the hey, race. Them in China, them in China are probably going for the Arctic. China's like, yo, let me get some of that Arctic land. So they're like, nah, y'all ain't gonna, nah, y'all ain't gonna. Well, oh, that's what it was. I remember now. They had a war games drilled on the Arctic. And basically, the Russians planned for basically this massive war that's going to take place in the future on the Arctic. And so, like all like all terrain vehicles, like yeah. basically, like if there was a final World War Three over the resources underneath the Arctic, like the Russians would be prepared to win it. Basically, exactly, and uh. Honestly, I think America and Russia are more, you know, they're, they're uh, frenemies are probably more friends than, than the media would like to portray. And I would say with the Russians, they, they do a lot more with less. And any country that's been able to fight off and being invaded multiple times and fight mm -hmm. off the people and, you know, go through the whole communism thing and come out of that. I'm kind of like hats off to y'all. I don't want no smoke with, with them. I was gonna say. I mean, you got... I see them them slap fights they be doing over there for two hundred fifty dollars, and I like. <laughs> I mean, you got the Mongolians, you got the Genghis Khan Empire. I mean, you it's it's, yeah, it's a whole know. it's yeah it ain't no smoke for the Russians at all. Like I ain't like I hope I hope anything they're I like, said they're like they're yeah that smoke against we them. play the win, bro. <laughs> it's, it's just um hey man, let your people get some crypto, man. Yeah man, you know? yeah just spread hey. like yeah look. Break him off a break him off a piece, Vlad. You, you got it. Oligarchs. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, right? Because the whole uh, was it the early 1900s when the whole the czars got toppled, and then think Nicholas. about yeah, yeah, the czar Nicholas and that whole and that what that brought in, and that went throughout the all these different countries, and then Russia's relationship with the U.S. throughout the its, its entire history. And which parts of the U.S. they backed in the past? So during yeah, the man, Civil the Bolshevik War, revolution was huge. Like people don't understand the rise of the proletariat um, against the bourgeoisie was one of those moments in history that changed um, the 20th century for sure. Because 
uh, that was one of the first monarchies in the world to fall. And not only to fall, but to fall to the people or the people. And um, <laughs> the redact. And if you actually go back and do some research on the Bolshevik Revolution um, and some of our assistance um, in that, uh, you'll realize that the way history has been uh, portrayed or constructed to you, um, bad guy versus good guy or East versus West, you know, red versus blue, communist versus um, Republican democracy, however you want to put it, uh, isn't always clear. So we definitely went down tonight, but some nights we get the chance to do that. And I really appreciate um, chances when we get to talk history, politics, even Russia. Yes, sir. Well, on that note, I think we got to get out of here. It's been a good show, man. We touched it all. Sports, crypto, a little, little bit of geopolitics. Shout out to the Russians out there. Hopefully y'all can get some hands on that crypto. I see those Salvadorians. I saw someone buying some Starbucks with some Bitcoin. I mean, uh, you know, you do what you want with your money or with your <laughs> cryptos, but like uh, the last thing I would do with any crypto, I think, is get anything from Starbucks. Hey, it's only $30 in Bitcoin, but shout out to the El Salvadorians. Um, and I hope the Chivo or Chivo network gets to working for you guys. Uh, Bukele, hey man, you need to send me some of them Bitcoins. Um, I'll highlight the El Salvadorians here um, and we'll, we'll start making some moves, man. Other than that, good night and uh, much love to all the crypto rascals. Yo, Appreciate we out, we out here. Rest in peace.